If you lost all the members of your family in a war, do you think you could ever pick up your life again? And how would you do that? It's time to speak up. I'm Pauline Okot. So all I'm saying is everyone wants to be heard. Speak up. Speak up. Speak up. Speak up. I love what you've done. Brace yourself. The effects of war can be devastating. Take the story of Rogers Achila Bishop, a young man from northern Uganda. Rogers lost seven members of his family, including his parents, in the war by Joseph Kony and the Lord's Resistance Army in northern Uganda. When I met Rogers, I asked him to tell me his story. On the 23rd July 2001, my parents went for a traditional marriage in a Lera district. On their way back to Abim, they entered into an ambush led by the LRA rebels or the Lord Resistance Army where seven of my family members including my parents all perished and they were burned in the vehicle. I started staying in the home with my younger brother where there was nobody even to help us. The people whom I was trusting them knowing they could really help me they all ran away. By then I was still only 10 years old and my brother was 2 years. I started to stay with him in our home. I was having no relative at all. When our family members, the other relatives of mine, saw that my parents and other people of mine perished, they came struggling now to send us the two from the land. I tried always, but I could not. The last thing I did was just to surrender. I kept on trusting in God. I prayed to myself. I worked very hard, doing a lot of things. I laid bricks. I could fetch water for builders and they can pay me. But the different thing was only that at times you can do certain things or you can do some work, but later on you'll find that other people don't even pay you. So it makes me really to feel that this world was not some place where I was supposed maybe to stay in. Actually it was a very hard time for me and my younger brother. I want him not even to leave me. And I want not even to leave him. Because we were left when we don't know anything. And really the innocent ones died. Do you remember having a direct engagement with the, with the LRA warriors? Yeah. Actually, when I was in P5, I went to Padere just to buy this silver fish. I found some LRA rebels on the way where they grabbed me. Actually, they took me. I stayed for three days in the bush. When I met them, I said that these are the people who killed my parents, and today I'm also going to be killed. The first thing which came into my mind was my younger brother, whom I left at home without anybody. And the worst part of it, the bicycle I was using was for somebody. I stayed with them. I really tried to converse with them, with other people, because I found some of my OBs, the people whom I've studied with in primary schools, like in Kiru. Yeah, I found them in the LRA, among the LRA rebels. How did you escape? When I was taken, I stayed for three days. There I was just very quiet because I cannot do anything. Till one person came to me and said, do you know me? I said, I don't know you, but maybe you can tell me who you are. Then when he explained himself to me, he said, do you feel like to stay with us? I said, yes. Because actually I knew that if I was to say that I don't want to stay with them, they were going to kill me. So from there, after some days, he said to me, really, man, you first narrate me your stories. When I started now talking to him, he became very closely to me. 
Then he told me, I will help you in a way that I will leave you to go and look after your younger brother. From there, he escorted me up to the road, then I started moving from there. So what happened after you escaped from the LRA? Yeah, actually, when I was now at school, I could not really support myself, like paying school fees and other things. So I thought that I could also move to town like other people. Leaving my younger brother, I said, let me go to town also and try to look for certain things. When I came to town, a certain woman really approached me to go and work at her place. I worked for two months. So she told me at first that you first work because, you know, with money you need really to work for something like four or five months. Then I give you at once, that's the money you can go and do with something. But unfortunately, she started engaging me and telling me she wanted me to be like a husband, whom I said I cannot do. After that, she drew me out of her house, saying that she never wanted me again to stay around her because I've refused what she wanted of me. So from there, I went, I stayed somewhere, thinking how I can get back home because she never paid me also, and I was having no money by then. I started moving, and I just got somebody on the way, a good Samaritan. He gave me a lift after Soroti. From there, he gave me some money to reach home. I went home and started engaging in agriculture and other things. So as for now, I've completed Senior 6, and my brother is now in Senior 4. What would you say is your strongest experience of the world, the thing you look back to and you're unable to forget? Yeah, what I've experienced or what I've seen really that I will never forget in life was that there was massive killing of people, the innocent people, because they just come, they destroy, like when you are sleeping in a grass touch house, they just burn you inside. They could really go to schools, they maybe gather all the students, they kill maybe a teacher and they cook, make the students to eat. How has the war experience changed you as a person? Yeah, you, that war has changed me in a way that if I was to stay with my parents up to date, I would have not known even how to do other things. But when my parents perish, I started really thinking and my mind started opening to see that there are certain other things that I need to do in order to survive. And really killing my parents and all my relatives at one. So it's, it was really something too painful. For me, that will, I will never forget in life. We lost our possession. My mother, my mother's mother suffered depression. And because of this, I was forced to be a war child. I lost my father and mother in this battle. My brothers too perish in this struggle. All my life I've been hiding in the jungle. The pain I'm cutting is too much to handle. Who's there please to light up my candle? Is there anyone to hear my cry? Here I am, pale and dry. Born a leader's one, I wonder why. Now I thought I could wanna die. 
That was War Child by Emmanuel Jal. You are listening to Speak Up and we are asking how some young people have managed to pick up their lives after really traumatic experiences with the war in northern Uganda. We just heard from Rogers who lost seven members of his family, including his parents, in the war by Joseph Coyne. But his experience is not unique. Joseph and Proskovia have similar stories. I asked them how they think young Ugandans can rebuild their lives. Yeah, Pauline, me, I know that uh, when something bad happens and you keep reminding yourself of it, you cannot progress. We are aware that this war took place and it affected us. The effect everybody knows, and we have talked of it for so long. It loses meaning when we keep talking about this war, this war, every time complaining that ah, the war has affected us. Well, the war did its part, and now it has gone. What we should focus on now is how best can we develop our, our area. Now, when you bring the issue of the war to a person who was affected so much and he, has, he or she had already forgotten, it is just like you are injuring again the wound which was already healing. Eh? Thank you very much, Pauline. The way I've been seeing this and the way the youth have been perceiving the post-post-war events, I really feel like if we continue with this same story of the war, there's no way we can go ahead with life. But then just the way I can take it and the advice I can give to the youth, I know after the war we were really affected, but then things happen. But anything that comes your way, you have to pass it and you have to bear with it. So at least we just have to see life ahead of us. Let's just do anything that comes our way. However much you went to school or you didn't go to school, just do anything and we leave aside what happened. Let's look at what will happen or what's happening at the moment. Because you start talking about the way you bring in the issue of trauma. You even make your, like, the kids to get traumatized over nothing that they haven't even actually experienced. So if you experience something, don't take it back to your kids again. Because they'll also start feeling that pain when they didn't even experience it. That's what I mean exactly. Okay. Uh, thank you, Pauline. Uh, I am just calling upon young people to, first of all, forget of every time wailing and crying of the war, crying of poverty, crying of everything. Uh, let's open up our mind and see opportunities. Let's work. If we sit and fold our hands and look at government, thinking government will give us everything, we cannot get anything. But I would suggest that if we cannot find job, that we work in offices to get salary and earn. Let's see any other thing that we can do uh, to ensure that we get something at least to sustain ourselves. Uh, I give an example of myself. I studied and uh, actually finished A-level, but I could not get money to proceed to school. I said uh, the fact that I'm already above 18, I have to face life on my own. The problem, the misunderstanding that young people have, they keep calling themselves children, even if a person is above 18 already. So I started becoming creative. I started doing Things like uh, going to the gardens and planting. It is out of this that I sell and I keep the money. After I've accumulated some good money, I started business. So out of that business, currently I'm already studying. And uh, I'm also proud to say that out of that business, I have also bought my own motorcycle, which is helping me to study. So I'm just encouraging young people, let's see life positively. Let's live these are necessary complaining and waiting to be given every time. Now, with all these uh, ideas of, of how you guys are moving on, coupled with the challenges uh, that you faced as you're moving on, 
Do you expect any form of help, especially to manage the, the hurdles that you're facing? Obviously, uh, to progress, you cannot do alone. Uh, you must get help from outside. For us young people to succeed, uh, the local community or the community where we live should give us enough support. But when we try to initiate something or bring out something that can help us, and again the community does not support it, it demoralizes and we cannot progress. So I call upon them to give support and we shall come out of anything that we want to do. Actually, the most annoying thing with the war issue is that actually you were affected by war, then going to another district that was not affected, someone starts saying these are the coin rebels, thinking you are the actually since coin himself, they say is uh, is from a Choli region. So however much you are not in the Konji's group, someone from nowhere starts saying, these are the Konji people. I just advise those people who always say, Konji people, the Acholis are rebels. Because if you start talking about Acholis being rebels, you're bringing that trauma back. You're making them get traumatized over nothing. So let's try to minimize the issue of saying Acholis are rebels. What would be your parting shot, your last word to fellow young people who have been through the war? Let's just forget of the things because they always say everything happens for a reason. So let's forget of anything that happens and we think forward for the reasons why it happened. Thank you. My last word is uh, let's change our attitude and uh, be positive-minded towards life. Well, it seems that even though it's hard, it's indeed possible to pick up the pieces and rebuild your life after really traumatic experiences. That's all, and thanks for joining us on Speak Up. I'm Pauline Okoth. A big thanks to our guests, Rogers, Joseph, and Proskovia. Speak Up is produced by Radio Netherlands Worldwide in partnership with your local station. Check out our website at www.rnw.nl forward slash Africa. And we would love to hear from you about anything that you'd like us to speak up about on our Facebook page at forward slash RNW Africa.